Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode number 27. I've promised you many incredible guests in this season, and Kelly Troop is one of them. I had the pleasure and honor of interviewing her for this podcast, and we are diving into quite an interesting topic. We are going to talk about using outdoors for your health. Perfect timing. It's summertime right now. Kelly Troop is a passionate ancestral health guru certified through the Primal Health Coach Institute. She found this lifestyle after being diagnosed with metabolic syndrome at only 28. Using real food, she had it reversed in three months. She fully believes food is not the only piece of the puzzle when it comes to health and therefore incorporates lifestyle habits and mindset, as well as knowing that there is always the possibility of underlying root causes that may need to be investigated. No one should be told nothing is wrong with them when they feel terrible, Kelly says. That is why she's currently enrolled in Metabolic Solutions Clinical Mentorship Program in order to better serve clients in getting the proper functional lab tests and then providing an in-depth analysis. Thankful for any ailments that have crossed her path, inspiring her passion, knowing everything she learns about herself, she will pay forward in helping others find their optimal well-being and improved quality of life. Kelly, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I was really looking forward to this. So I feel like you have a very unique approach to health and you have a unique journey. Every health coach comes to a place of teaching through a journey sometimes a short journey, sometimes a long journey, but I, I feel like you have a very bright and unique journey. Would you mind telling us a bit more about your background, about your health journey, about your healing and where you're at right now? Yeah, so I, um, I had metabolic disease at 28 um, and my doctor kind of gave me a choice. Uh, it was either go on metformin for life or to change my diet. And so I took the second approach. He recommended keto and this was before it was well known and that started everything. I did it in a very lazy keto way. Um, so there's no harm in starting whichever way you need to. It's always a process, but I healed my metabolic disease in under three months. I lost 50 pounds and all it did was like light this spark in my soul. Like I was just like, why did this happen? Why did it work? Like I just wanted to know everything there was to know. And so I just kept learning and that's how I kind of stumbled across being a primal health coach. And I took the course and I just wanted to help people. I have, I work in ultrasound and I always see people with polycystic ovaries or infertility or just kind of like all these illnesses like autoimmune. And they just think there's no hope because they go to the doctors and the doctors don't dig deeper. And, and that's a really um, good thing to know that sometimes it isn't always food. It, it's very lifestyle oriented and there's even things that are out of our control. So I 
lived a good life for five years, feeling great, having energy, things I've never had before. And then I started feeling like crap again. And I ended up with some gut infections and a parasite. And I really struggled to reach out for health. I figured I could just fix it with food. And um, I ended up going to a functional medicine doctor who diagnosed me and that made all the difference. And so now I'm on a whole new passion. I, uh, I'm going to school to learn how to read functional medicine labs, like an oats testing and, you know, looking for mold or metals or parasites or things that are really affecting people's health that they probably don't even know. And, you know, they just feel like a failure because their diet fails them. And really there's so much more. Uh, lifestyle plays a big role, you know, underlying health conditions play a big role. And I want to be that person to help them dig deeper. Wow. There is so much to unpack here. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. First of all, I want to say congratulations on just pushing through because I believe health journey is something, you know, one thing is we focus on just losing the weight or getting healthier, but continuing and doing this education for yourself so you can create this ripple effect in the masses, right? It's such a beautiful way and such a beautiful story that you shared. And the first thing I wanted to acknowledge that and also want to tell you that, wow, definitely want to hear more about your path, not only through food, because we just had a Lindsay Taylor on the podcast. She talked about keto as a way to nourish your body. And it can be such an incredible tool to nourish and heal yourself, but also other things, other aspects of your lifestyle. I know you played with carnivore. I know you're currently in the mountains, enjoying your lifestyle with a lot of energy. I wanted to tell us more what other factors played so much in your healing. I think um, healthy habits, um, you know, like I had to reduce how much I was working in the hospital due to the stress of call and all of that. I don't think I could have ever healed the way that I did with having too much on my plate, getting enough sleep, getting enough rest and getting outdoors. So very, very important there. There's just so many reactions that our body gets when we're outdoors and we're rested that like, you can't even explain all of them, right? I don't even think we know all of them, but really in my health journey, it's, it's made a huge difference. Pretty cool. Do you feel like that helped you heal faster? It made the journey easier? Or do you feel like there is just a, like such a big shift for you to, in terms of mindset that you decided to take care of you and then you started looking into other aspects, not just food? I definitely think it helped me heal faster. Um, you know, if you're resting, your body can do what it needs to do to heal. If you're getting outdoors, there's a bunch of chemical pathways that happen. You know, you get vitamin D that, you know, boosts your immune system. It almost acts like an antimicrobial, like killing parasites. Like there's just, you know, like walking through the woods, you can get probiotics. You breathe them in and they pass through your intestine, like spore-based probiotics. There's just little triggers with all those little things that you do that really help you on your healing process. And the way I always like to look at it as all these things decrease stress and inflammation. And that's inflammation is one of the things that really leads to health issues, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, it starts with food because, you know, you got the canola oils that are very inflammatory and the sugar that's very inflammatory, but we also have all these other lifestyle factors, you know, like our shampoos that we use are toxins to mm -hmm. us if we don't buy the right kind, or, you know, if you don't get enough rest, you know, you're stressing your body out. And so we need to reduce them as much as possible and create healthy habits. It's not easy to do everything overnight, but just start looking at your lifestyle and seeing what can I adjust, you know, to give my body a break because it has enough to do. It has yeah. so many things and functions it needs to do. So if you can make its life easier, you're going to heal so much faster. 
Wow. I didn't know that you could actually inhale probiotics when you're up. I didn't yeah, know there was that. something I learned That's from so cool. Dr. Ruccio. It was oh. like, oh, wow, it makes so much sense why I feel yeah. so good when I was outside. I actually oh. had some like shortness of breath issues in March, you know, and I was yeah. doing some like Wim Hof, you know, box breathing and stuff mm -hmm. like that to kind of strengthen my lungs. And I don't really know what it was yet. Um, there were so many factors involved, but you know, the, like doing the breathing exercises, like box breathing is like four seconds in and then a four second mm -hmm. hold, four seconds out and then another hold and you just kind of repeat and it really puts you in a parasympathetic state. So if you're stressed, it helps you relax. If your lungs need to expand fully, you know, it helps there. And I would always feel better when I had the shortness of breath when I went outside, um, you know, and it was just like a 30 minute walk through the woods, but I could breathe better after. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that was the spore or just you know, nature therapy <laughs> yeah this this sounds incredible i didn't know about that the probiotics fact i did experience i'll be honest with you my first experience with breath work this year absolutely changed my life and i wish i knew it when i had massive anxiety about seven eight years ago i wish i had that the power of breath is incredible but today i really want to dive in deeper with you in those outdoorsy activities and it's so funny guys because kelly just climbed the mountain seriously she's in colorado right yeah. uh, where she she climbed the big mountain and it's so I'm so in this so I wanted to talk to you about those outdoors activities although at some point we'll need to have you back on the podcast and talk about carnivore keto and all of those dietary things and metabolism because I know you're learning so much as well right now and practicing a lot but I wanted to ask you those questions about outdoorsy activities because as a primal health coach, as being an ancestral health coach and educator, we all know that we need to get outside, we need vitamin D, we need to get air, we need to move. And what other activities can I incorporate if I want, if I really, really like being outdoors or if I really look forward to healing through other therapeutic methods in the nature? Yeah, so I have a couple healthy habits that I try to incorporate in the morning when I wake up, you know, and I like to wake up naturally. I think that's such a beautiful thing to not have to set an alarm. And I realize that not everybody can do that. But if you can, it's it's amazing. And one of the first things I do in the morning after I drink some water is to go outside and soak up the morning sun. And what a lot of people don't realize, you know, we're, we're usually coffee addicts, right? We're not like, oh, I just need energy to get through my day. And that morning sun stimulates your cortisol in a good way. I know it gets such a bad rap, but yeah. you'd actually have more energy from that cortisol just getting outside in the morning. And actually it does a whole bunch of other things. Like it prepares your skin for the more intense sun later. Mm -hmm. So just getting out there and just breathing in the fresh air and it just increases your serotonin. And it's just an amazing thing. You watch the sunrise sometimes, you know, if you get up early enough and it's beautiful and I feel like we missed out on those, you know, little moments yeah. <laughs> in life. And so that's kind of how I start my morning. And then in the afternoon, you know, to get the vitamin D, which has a cascade of, you know, benefits. I mean, to your immune system, to, to everything. Um, I try to get like 15 to 20 minutes of sun, like chest exposed, you know, laying out. And it's really not a lot of time, right? You know, mm -hmm. you're just 
getting some sun. You don't want to burn because obviously if we burn, then we have free radicals and, you know, we're causing harm to our body. But that vitamin D basically um, gives you nitric ox, um, oxide, which is kind of like an antioxidant. And it also like opens your vessels and helps with blood pressure. And then you get the vitamin D, which actually helps you absorb more calcium. So it helps with your bone health. And uh, there's just there, there's just so many things like it metabolizes your cholesterol, it, it helps you regulate your sugar. So like a lot of people don't know, this is one of the things um, I learned from Steve, actually, another primal health coach is the sun actually helps you regulate your insulin so you can actually handle a little bit more carbs in the summer you know Mm -hmm. um which is probably why you always find like tropical fruits you know in the warmer areas and why they tolerate them so much better so just wonderful kind of things you know and it helps with hormones and you know everybody today i feel like has some level of hormone dysregulation you know stuff like that but yeah, vitamin D is amazing. So I always try to get that afternoon sun. And then in the evening, I go out again, you know, like near the sunset. And that's like your red light therapy, which if you look into is so popular today. It's a very healing ray of sun. You don't have to go buy a red light machine. I mean, yeah, it helps in the winter. But in the summer, you could just go outside in the evening. And if you got any kind of burn, it'll help heal it. Um, and it's just, you know, it actually starts bringing up your melatonin, which helps you get a better night's sleep, which we all need a good night's sleep. So just like little simple habits, like literally three times a day, if you can just get outside for 20 minutes or so can really change your health entirely. What I like to tell my clients is, you know, in one of those periods, get a 30 minute walk in, you know, get that forest bathing in or that, you know, just slight movement. Walking is one of you know, nature's best medicine and taking, like I said, like the probiotics in and just breathing in the fresh air can really just change your whole life. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. I didn't know that actually in the, in the night we could do that. That's something pretty cool um, that you can, that it will act as red light. What amazing is, you know, you're walking me through these beautiful habits that you have almost a relationship with sun. And so many people are fearful because of, you know, how media portrays sun exposure and all of that, overdoing the sun, sunbathing, skin cancer, correlation, all of those things. But my mind keeps going into those boxes. You know, we wake up in the morning, we sit in the box, we look at the box and we (laughs) we then get in the box and move to a box office, right? We're not out there. One of my favorite things as well in the night, in the morning is just to get out and watch the sunrise sunset because I can see them from my house. So I keep visualizing how many of us are relying on something else, on a gadget, on an alarm clock, or cup of coffee to get us through while we don't know. We don't know. I'm saying (laughs) this. I don't know some things either because we don't know that there are other natural mechanisms available for free out there for us. Grab it anytime and go, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, honestly, like sun gets such a bad rap. I mean, you look up the sun, the first thing you get is make sure you're applying your sunscreen, but Mm -hmm. we really don't get those healing rays if we get that sunscreen. That's why it's perfect, you know, to just kind of time it correctly. And then the rest of the day, you know, you can use sunscreen as long as it doesn't have a bunch of toxins in it. You could use clothing, you know, to protect yourself from the sun, like light clothing, When I was up in the mountains, that was something I was wearing long sleeves. I mean, it was pretty warm when I was on the lower part, but like you have to just, you know, think outside of the box and, you know, anything that's good still isn't great when you overdo it. A lot of things can be good for us, you know, um, but when done correctly and not abused. 
Yeah, what do you usually recommend to women who come to you? And I know women listening to this podcast probably freaking out a little bit, saying, what do you mean expose myself to sun without sunscreen? For how long? <laughs> When can I do this? What do you, what do you usually answer? Um, when the sun is the hottest around noon, you know, I would say like 15 to 20 minutes. And if you need to build up, like if you need to start with 10, that's fine. That's also one of our biggest protectors is getting enough sun to build up immunity to it. You know, like if you think about our ancestors, they were outside all day long. They weren't worried about a sunburn because they were out early spring. You know, they were just already building up this tolerance and they were out morning, you know, afternoon and night. Mm -hmm. You know, the more you get out there, the better chances are you're not going to burn you know, when you stay out a little too long. So it's important to build up a little bit of resistance there. Yeah. And I feel like when we were children, I don't know if you remember when we don't really think about it, we just go out and we start going out early spring, spending more time outside. And I don't remember burning much as a child. It just, you just play, <laughs> you hide yeah. in the shade when you need to, and we lose that. We become so serious and so attached to all the data thrown at us that sometimes isn't correct. And we act on it, right? Instead of actually following the natural intuitive path of we've always been in the sun, it's okay to get exposed. Yeah. And like, everyone's like, oh, you can do a supplement, but I'm always about if we can get it from nature, if we can get it the natural way that our body's used to absorbing it, I think that's so much more beneficial. I don't think our body's ever going to process a pill the way we can get something from food or the outdoors itself. And you know, like honestly from food, even if you eat a ton of salmon and all that, only 10% of your vitamin D comes from there. 90% comes from the sun. And what's great is you can actually store a lot of vitamin D for a while. So it'll help you through mm -hmm. the winter as well. And most people that live up north, you know, are deficient in vitamin D during the winter. So it's very important to get those stores and build them up so you have them when you need them. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're in the middle of July and you live in Northern New York, that's where I used to live. <laughs> if you're listening to my cold state, you got to get out and enjoy, enjoy it, especially right now when the, the weather is permitting and store for the winter. And I think that's such a beautiful, honestly, every time I get enough sun in the summer, I never get sick personally. I never get sick of my clients who come to me too and start implementing this habit. They're amazed because not only you fixed your nutrition and aligned your body to properly function metabolically, immune-wise, all the systems, right? But you also become so much overall healthier and resilient to all the stuff around you during winter. Yeah, and I really think, I mean, working in the medical field, I see so much osteoporosis and penia and, oh, really? you know, so much deficiency there. And it's, you know, like a lot of people are just not, I mean, they take the supplements, but honestly, they won't even absorb the supplements a lot of times without taking like K2 or getting enough vitamin D. And like I said, getting it naturally, the vitamin D gets stored in your colon and then it goes to your liver and then it goes to your kidneys. And, um, but it, it helps you absorb your calcium, which you need, you know, like mm -hmm. you can take all the calcium you want, but if you're not absorbing it, it's not doing you any good. So. Yeah, that's such a beautiful thing. I think it's, it's definitely, we are band-aid solution oriented society. Society. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so good to learn something that is actually simpler. You know, it's getting in the sound is simpler than in a way in my mind. It's more enjoyable too, that sun-kissed feeling after you're done. And um, I absolutely yeah, love I, it. I think it becomes more natural. Like you, yeah. 
you know, you incorporate this stuff slowly. Nobody can do everything, you know, that you or I do probably overnight. And they shouldn't feel frustrated by that. You just take it slowly, do what you can. And you're still going to see benefits. You know, so many people just want to quit because they're like, oh, it's too much. But just just work at it. You know, like I said, none of us coaches have done everything overnight. Like I said, I started with dirty keto and I am such a nose to tail nutrient dense, you know, person now. Um, It's just the more you learn, you don't know until you know. And when you do, you do better. So, you know, just be patient with the whole process. Yeah, girl, I started with paleo and I had a bowl of fruit for breakfast. <laughs> like it's seriously yeah. a big bowl. I have pictures still. I, it's totally fun. And it is, it is a process to learn those beautiful habits that nourish you. Do you have any other activities like outdoorsy activities? I know that you spend a lot of time outdoors, especially in the warmer time of the year, seeing mm-hmm. your beautiful pictures on social media. So do you have anything else that you actually enjoy a lot as well as getting enough vitamin C? Um, walking through the woods for me is like therapy. I go barefoot. I do some grounding. People that aren't familiar with grounding, it's a very helpful process. I mean, we deal with like EMTs from our phones and our computers mm-hmm. and our electronics. And honestly, the earth has the energy to like neutralize that out, you know, those negative ions. And that can really help our cells function properly because anything that irritates our cells is going to lead to poor health. So I think it's really important that people just even sit in the grass or just go barefoot if they can and just neutralize their body for better health as well, because we are such a technology-based world. And that also goes for like turning off your electronics before bed, you know what I mean? Because that will keep you up and that blue light will, you know, stimulate that cortisol like the morning sun does, and then you won't sleep right. You know, so many people say they can't sleep, but they're playing on their phones. So being outside and grounding and just kind of healthy habits of like knowing when to put the phone down can mm-hmm. make a world of difference as well. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. And I feel like the phone is a little bit easier in terms of, for me, I feel like I think about, it's just a matter of negotiable, non-negotiables and setting up a rule for yourself, just like any other rule coming, coming out and seeing the sunrise or going outside for a walk. So let's say I'm a city girl, Kelly. And let's say I don't have any forest, but I really want to do some grounding. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> what would um, you suggest I do? So there's actually a couple really good gadgets out there um, that I have for myself in the winter. Even though like I still try to go outside in the winter, it's obviously a lot harder. <laughs> it takes a lot of mental strength. But I recently just bought like a grounding sheet on Amazon mm. and it plugs into your grounding in your outlet. Or So like if you're a city person, that'll work. If you have a little bit more money and you really want to go intense, a PEMF mat is amazing. Um, I just bought one. It's, it's a little bit stronger than just the earth. So it really helps with some healing. But there's, yeah, there's all kinds of, they have grounding mats. So when you're working on your computer, you can actually put the mat under your feet. So it'll kind of negate the negative from the EMFs. Wow. Those are cool gadgets. I'm all about all the natural methods, but sometimes I feel like we're coming up with more and more cool resembling, yeah, (laughs) resembling um, real life uh, gadgets that can be actually very useful. That sounds pretty cool. What do you think is the habit that helps you the most as for overall well-being for women listening to the podcast? What is the habit that you think related to outdoors and helped you? It's just like number one thing for you and it helped you so much with mental health, emotional health, physical health. 
so hard to pick one thing um, because I really just think the outdoors are just really so important to our nature. You know, we were outdoor beings. Um, someone recently kind of said that we live in homemade caves and the air quality is not the same inside as it is outside. And I really think that's important to recognize is that, you know, our ancestors were outside all the time. And there's benefits that, I, again, I can't begin to even know or any of us can begin to know, but we're trying to learn. So, you know, we kind of look back at through disease and, you know, when, when did disease really start, you know, and it's kind of like, well, yeah, we moved inside, we colonized, we started eating a ton of grains and, you know, so like you can kind of see where like chronic health became an issue. I don't think our ancestors had that problem. So I think, you know, any of those habits are really great and it's really hard for me just to pick one because <laughs> they're just all so beneficial. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Do you feel like because of the gadgets, well, I know the answer to that to this question, we're so disconnected from our own from ourselves, right? And from others, because we're spending so so much time in those self-made caves. Do you feel like we can actually do something to shift our habits and how we can do it away from being so disconnected from our body, from body and mind connection? Yeah. I mean, just you know, kind of research what our ancestors did. That's always one of my favorite things. I literally read an article by Weston Price, who literally wrote how like Native Americans ate. And it just kind of really blew my mind, you know, just the things they ate. And so like, if you look it up, it, it might start to make sense to you, you know, a little bit more like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, we slept on the ground. Like that was, you know what I mean? Like grounding at its finest right there. And, you know, wearing shoes, you know, the rubber and stuff like that, yeah. you can't ground through that. But like just starting with little habits and just like, oh, I'm up early today. You know what? I can spend 10 minutes outside and just, you know, look at the sun and take some deep breaths or, you know, today I'm going to walk 30 minutes, you know, maybe set a new habit each week. You know, like today I'm going to walk 30 or this week I'm going to walk 30 minutes outside. Next week I'm going to try to get the sunset in with the sunrise or challenge yourself a little bit to see what you can change and tweak and just watch how it makes you feel better. Um, like I said, I think small changes are best or otherwise it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, so. because often we're all or nothing, you know, have this mentality and throwing in the towel way too early before mm -hmm. the change actually becomes permanent that turns into a habit. Do you have any weird habits that you have? I want to know. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Outside, not so much. I mean, I think people are just think I'm weird for even going barefoot. You know, as, <laughs> as a kid, I was always barefoot. My mom would yell at me, "Put some shoes on. You're gonna get a nail in your foot." And you know, um, and that was always abnormal to her. <laughs> I love hot springs. That's another thing. That's you oh, know, cool. Um, if I can find them, I'm going to go to them. I don't know what it is about the sulfur and the water. My skin feels amazing. And then I read all these things about how it helps your cells. And so. One weird thing is like when I'm traveling, I am looking for a hot spring. Wow. <laughs> the kids actually found one in West Virginia and like it was like abandoned and you weren't allowed in it and somebody was already there before us. So we snuck in and I was just so happy we did. Like I just felt like my skin glowed for a week afterwards. Mine's a little chapped right now from the mountain, but <laughs> I definitely yeah. right after I got down from the mountain, I'm like, let's go to a hot spring. It's like 15 minutes away and <laughs> we did a nice little soak. And people think that's crazy too, because the water smells like sulfur and they're like, ew, it's like, doesn't look crystal clear, but it's, <laughs> it's so amazing. It does so many things, you know, because you can absorb minerals um, actually yeah. into your skin from the water. 
So yeah, we're definitely the nation that does not have enough minerals and vitamins or has malabsorption, right? <laughs> we're so afraid of dirt. And you know, it's yeah. just crazy. Like that's another thing. Like you think of our ancestors, they were digging in the dirt. Do you think they cleaned like a, say a leak or a ramp before they stuck it in their mouth? No, they had dirt on it. They like, they were going <laughs> to walk to water and go rinse it off. They're just going to eat it, you know? Mm -hmm. And all those things build up our immune system. You know, there's probiotics in the soil and that's, you know, terraflora sells some you can buy in a capsule, but really we just had dirt under our fingernails and we just, we embraced the dirt. We lived with the dirt. And I think yeah, that's one of the things that we're doing wrong as a nation right now too, is everybody's so afraid to get the COVID and it's a very sensitive subject, yeah. but we have so many ways to build our immune system, like getting sunshine and, you know, like getting dirty and dealing with microbes. Like, you know, we've dealt with microbes since the beginning of time. It's nothing new, mm -hmm. but the analogy I like to use is you see the child who was with a stay-at-home mom who overused the hand sanitizer because she was so afraid of germs and she puts him in kindergarten. He's sick all the time. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got this kid running and playing in the dirt and has a dog and there's hair on the floor and his immune system's like a tank, right? Yeah. Like he never gets sick. And I can honestly say that since I've started this way of life, I don't get allergies anymore. I used to get them wow. every fall. My immune system, if I get sick, I'm sick for like a day, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, granted, I take some zinc or whatever, eat some mussels, which has a lot of zinc in them. Cause again, I think food's better than a supplement, but a day where somebody else would be dragging that out for a week or two. So I think mm. our best protection from these microbes that are in the world is to honestly expose ourselves more is to, you know, I'm not saying go lick somebody with the COVID. <laughs> Let's like, not do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not experiment. Dirty, this way. Get outside, create healthy habits, and you have a better chance that if you do contract it of fighting it off, you know? Mm -hmm. So Yeah, because you built some resistance. And I do agree. We are so scared of just getting a little bit of dirt on us. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you feel, I know you have children. Do you teach them habits that will change their life? I think that they watch everything we do. So some yeah. of it, I don't even have to teach, you know, like my mm -hmm. kid's like, why are you barefoot all the time? I said, well, and I tell them and, you know, and the next thing I know, I see my kid running out barefoot. You know, I used to, I that. there was a waterfall down on my stream and I used to just bathe in it, you know, like just rinse off. It just felt so refreshing. It was cold water and cold water can actually be like a form of cold therapy and it actually mm -hmm. kind of boosts your immune system as well. It's like a stressor, but it's a good stressor. Um, in fact, when I was on the mountain, we jumped in the mountain water, um, freezing cold, but like you feel so amped up up afterwards it feels great um, and it can actually help us create healthy fats too mm -hmm. um, so like there's brown fat and it actually has somewhat of a metabolism so it burns more calories and cold water like even if you take cold showers and run it on your back or run it on your front for a while and on Honestly, most of the time I like to work up to it, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I just start hitting the cold down a little bit. Cause I like, but you know, a lake, you just jump in and it is what it is. Um, yeah. but it's really good for you too. But yeah, my kids were watching me in the waterfall and they're like, Oh, that's so like, why would you do that? You know? And I'm like, well, or like balancing on logs, you know, like play is a very important thing too. And we can mm -hmm. play outside, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. you know, cause it just, you know, I think it, somebody said our ancestors used to actually go out and run and play. And that's one of the great things about Steve too, is he teaches play, you know, like it's like a stick and you swing it at someone and you jump over it or, you know, you play like a tag game or 
like it's just it's a very easy way to work out you know what I mean because you don't feel like you're working out you're just being active and you're laughing and releasing all the serotonin from laughing and you're bonding with people which is very important too so yeah but like I think the more we do these things in front of our kids maybe they'll grow up and create the same healthy habits even if they don't listen to everything right now eventually they it seeds them, you know? So when they're yeah. older, they'll be like, okay, why was mom healthy? Well, cause she did all this crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they'll start replicated because right now they might be on, on their gadgets because they're repeating what we do. Right. I totally agree. Play is such a great way to release, um, pressure of modern you know environment and fast-paced life but also i feel like it's also great just to be that child again and the older we become the more we need to do it the the more the older i become i personally find myself just leaning towards it i throw an ice cube behind my husband's short and we run around just like (laughs) funny funny things you know just funny tiny things that you would do as a child and then you're kind of too serious you have to be too serious but that naturally makes me feel like i am getting younger personally i'm healthier mentally Mm -hmm. emotionally physically and I think you can relate to that and cold springs if you ever hiked a long time and if you ever put your feet in the cold water that feeling of bliss (laughs) is absolutely amazing so if you can't do it you can replicate with a cold shower yeah, I think it kind of reduces inflammation too, which is yeah. like really good after a long hike because my whole body hated me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, going back to the being like a child, like you look at children, they're so happy. It's such a simple thing. Like they have bubbles, they're excited, you know, mm-hmm. they can play in the water, they're excited. And, you know, as adults, everything's so negative, you know, oh, I got to go to work today. Oh, I got to do this. But like, if we try to exhibit some of the things that we did as a child to make us happy I feel like so much people would be happier you know and I feel like I'm resorting back to childhood as well you know (laughs) like I said I I used to walk barefoot and yelled at for it and I conformed I wear like I wore shoes for a long time and then like that made me feel so good you know and so then I started doing it again I just I didn't care what the world thought anymore I just was like this is what makes me happy going for walks in the woods made me happy go riding my bike made me happy and happiness should be one of our number one goals you you know, your body's going to do so much more when you are happy and positive than, you know, if you're negative. So, yeah, and I, I totally agree. And I think you, you are referring to all of the methods that can make you happy naturally. And it's just those tiny connections that we can start rewiring instead of, you know, grabbing a cup of coffee or going and venting on Facebook and doing those things, right? Grab a stick, <laughs> go, <laughs> go play in the ground, drop jump around yeah. and do silly things and that's no matter i really don't care how old you are you will feel better yeah people think they need weights in a gym you can lift logs you know yeah that's astro we climbed a whole mountain that wasn't enough for him he's over there lifting logs up over his head oh i'm like gosh. oh my gosh <laughs> so crazy that's yeah. an adventure for sure Kelly, that's such a beautiful conversation. I feel like I would keep you so much longer and ask you all sorts of questions, but we definitely need another episode on the depth of nutrition and all the woods of nutrition. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you if you were to tell my, my listeners where what can they do today? Like one tiny thing, mindset shift, habit shift that they can take away from this. They took away, I'm sure, a lot. I hope you guys taking notes. But what can they do today to become much more energetic, feel healthier, whether it's outdoors or within their house or city? 
get outside as much as you can and just put your feet on the earth. Like I said, if you can get it up to three times a day, that's great. I mean, you'll see a lot of benefits from it. But if you're starting small, you'll see a lot of benefits too. Just embrace nature. (laughs) I love that. So eloquent and so perfect. Where can uh, my listeners find you? you? What do you have going on in your business? Where can they find you? Um, I'm Kelly Troop on Facebook, um, and I am the Real Food Rebel on Instagram, and they can find me there. Um, I like to go on nerdy rants about everything that I love and why it works. <laughs> like I love to get the science behind it. Um, that's one of my favorite pastimes. But yeah, I mean, basically, I just reach out and ask any questions. I'm always very happy to answer. I love that. I truly appreciate you being here and sharing this golden nuggets with us. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to talk again. Bye. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.